wow, you look so happy and you look so like you're glowing and you look so good. And like, I've had quite a few people say that to me and I know it's because of my fitness and my eating and my health. Like I've really put a, you know, a focus on that and it's showing on the outside, like people can actually see like, and it's not like a dramatic weight loss or anything like that. It's just a look about you that you get when you feel good within your body and feel like you're healthy. Changing Evolution, the podcast where we explore mindset, nutrition, fitness, personal growth, and building a fulfilling lifestyle. I'm Monique Cow, your host, a successful coach who has transformed the lives of hundreds of everyday people just like you, empowering them to reach their full potential by evolving mentally, physically, and emotionally. I'm passionate about helping people succeed and want to empower others to transform their mindset, perspectives, and achieve balance in their lives. If you're ready to elevate your mindset and health, you're in the right place. Consider this podcast your go-to resource for navigating life's ups and downs. Every episode will provide you with valuable education, resources, and actionable steps to unlock your full potential. Because when our cup is full, we live, do, and give better. And ultimately, we live a more fulfilling life. And that's what this life is for. I invite you to be a part of the life-changing evolution by subscribing to this podcast, ensuring you never miss an episode. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Life-Changing Evolution podcast. Today, I am so excited because I get to welcome a very special guest to our episode. Now, Shakira is an entrepreneur and a business coach. She has owned her own hair extension business, Hair Candy, for over 16 years, and she started it from the ground up in her spare bedroom as a hairdresser, wanting to have freedom and flexibility. Fast forward to now, having three locations, a team of 25 amazing employees, and a yearly turnover of $6 million, as well as, of course, having an e-commerce store selling her own range along with Australia-wide in-person and online hair extensions education. She has also recently started business coaching to help other entrepreneurs scale their business and grow their teams through her experience. She is so passionate about what she does, and I have been able to witness this firsthand as she is also one of the Team LCFN clients. I'm so honored to be able to welcome her onto the podcast today to go over her experience, not just as an entrepreneur, not just as a businesswoman, not just as a coach within the business industry, but also to go over her personal journey and how she navigated balancing time, the demands of being busy, her desire for social occasions and traveling the world, and how she has been able to find that happy balance between it all. So today, Shakira is going to be very transparent and normalize the ups and downs of not just running a business, but also giving others the confidence and courage to push through their experience and understand the full potential that they can achieve within their health, mindset, well-being, fitness, and lifestyle. 
Welcome, Shakira. I am beyond excited to welcome you on to the podcast today. Not only are you such an amazing woman in your accomplishments and the person that you are, but of course, I have been so blessed to also have seen you flourish and to become such the amazing woman that you are within your health, your fitness. And I'm really excited to welcome you onto the podcast today to get a little bit more of your insight and your understanding and your perspectives around this topic and how you've managed to delve and create such an amazing lifestyle, but also to continue flourishing within your health and well-being whilst being such a successful businesswoman. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast with you. So thank you. It is my pleasure. Thank you. So to kick off, Shakira, just give me a little bit of a rundown of who you are and help our listeners understand a little bit of a background on you and what you do. Sure. So I guess from a business perspective, I am a business woman or an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. I've had a business for almost 17 years now, and it is a multi-million dollar business. I've got around 25 employees, have three locations. So safe to say I am a very busy gal. I'm constantly working and I'm sort of here, there and everywhere. It is a hair extensions brand. So I have my own brand of hair extensions and we have hair extension salons as well. So the salons obviously specialize in hair extensions. And then I have an e-commerce store as well. So that's kind of the business side of what I do. Oh, I'm also a business coach as well. That's something I started this year and I have a podcast too. And I feel like I maybe helped a little bit in getting you to start your podcast and encouraging you. (laughs) Definitely 100%. I remember I was like, oh my goodness, that's been like a dream forever. And you were like, well, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Yep. Oh, I love that. If I'm doing it, you can do it too. You you just like got out there and did it right away too. It's like, I absolutely loved it. It wasn't long and you were like, yep, we're doing it. So very excited that to be here on the podcast now as a result of talking about it, which has been awesome. But yeah, from, I guess, like a health perspective, I would say I have been always fairly health focused. My parents were definitely very conscious of, you know, health and um, fitness. My dad particularly really encouraged us to stay active, which was really great. And I'm really grateful for that. But obviously, like I think a lot of people, you have your ups and downs over the years. Sometimes you're in that zone where you're, you know, being consistent and being more focused on your health. And then other times you kind of let it go. And especially having a business and going through the stages of growing a business. I've definitely had my fair share of ups and downs when it comes to my health and my fitness. Um, I've definitely struggled with my weight over the years as well, trying to maintain a healthy weight range and trying to just get the mentality, I guess, around working out and eating right, get it kind of in a good place where it's nothing extreme and it's not anything that's kind of negative. And I think that's something that you've really helped me a lot with is just my men- my mindset really around my health and my fitness and not kind of having a really black and white approach or a really extreme approach has been really helpful working with you this past year. So yeah, that's just a little bit of history, I guess, from where I've come from. Thank you so much for that little insight. 
I can definitely respect how much of a transition and journey you have gone on. I know when we first had our first conversation, it was literally an all or nothing circumstance. And you were like, look, I know that this is my lifestyle. I know that I pretty much have to either choose. And right now I really do just need to choose my health because I'm at a position where I'm stuck. And I was like, this is not an option. (laughs) And you looked at me like, what? What do you mean this is not an option? Because I think so many of us do struggle with that perspective in a sense that it's either you're choosing A or B and not understanding that you can have both A and B, but it's navigating how they mold together. It's understanding that it's not a option one or two approach, but an an opportunity of you navigating both of those into I guess that healthy balance, it's like a scale, right? It's finding that balance between the two elements where they can sit at a happy medium. And it comes down to education in understanding why you're making the choices you're making, what choices you need to make in those circumstances. And I guess just for a little insight for our listeners, even something as simple as choosing protein or having a protein shake before going out so that you're not overly hungry and you're ensuring that you're having that protein intake without putting yourself at risk of, you know, over-consuming, under-consuming. It's just these little support tips along the way, having sources on the side, you know, these little mindful choices to support you in making sure that as a whole, you can still continue to keep the ball rolling without, I guess, either stopping or having to excel too fast. But just so that we can sort of get into the nitty gritty of your story, Shakira, first and foremost, can you share your personal journey around how you came to realize the importance of health and fitness in your life, especially as a successful entrepreneur managing multiple businesses? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think... I noticed that when I wasn't working out or when I was kind of in that phase of just working really hard and not putting my body first and not putting my health first, I really felt the effects in a negative way. So I found that I was more tired. I just didn't have the mental energy. I didn't even have the mental clarity. Like I just felt like I had a brain fog going on all the time where I couldn't even think straight. Like I wasn't able to make good decisions for my business because I just felt so foggy in my brain because I wasn't working out. I wasn't fueling my body with good food. So I feel like sometimes as business owners, we get so like wrapped up in our business that we think that it's all consuming. And to some degree, when you do start a business, it does have to be all consuming. Like you can't go into it thinking, I'm just going to, you know, just do this just when I feel like it or do this kind of as like a chill thing. It is something that you have to commit to and you do have to make a sacrifice, but where you make that sacrifice, I think is the key. Like, are you taking that time from maybe watching TV or socializing or things that you maybe don't need, or are you taking that time from your health and the time that you should be spending, you know, working out or going for walks and maintaining, you know, a healthy, strong body. So you have to decide, I think, where are you going to, where are you going to take that time from? Cause it is going to be extra time and it is going to be more commitment, but what areas of your life are you prepared to give up in order to grow your business and your health and fitness just cannot be one of those areas that you give up because as I've learned, you know, you get burnt out, 
you just can't think straight and you, you're just not, you can't give as much to other people when your own tank is empty and you're not filling up your, your own tank. So I think that is something that really has been paramount to me. And especially as my business has grown over the years, when things got stressful or when things got really hectic, I would think, okay, well, I'm not going to work out today. I'm not going to do these things because I need more time. I have all these things to do. And I would think that by cutting that time out from the working out or cutting that time out from meal prepping and just getting takeaway, I thought that it was saving me time. But in reality, it was causing me more time because then my energy levels would start to go down and then my sleep wouldn't be as good. And all these knock-on things would happen because I was pulling back on those healthy habits, thinking I was getting ahead. Um, So it just, it really doesn't work from that perspective to be able to take away from those things that you need to be doing, those foundational things. And maybe like if you are in a really busy time with your business, Maybe you're not working out every single day or maybe you're not going for a walk every single day. But if you're going like weeks without doing those things, you're going to really notice the effects of it. So you still have to find time and prioritize those those things because it's just a it's almost like a the way I see it now, I should say, is like a regular part of just maintaining your body as a human, the way that you maintain your car or you service your car. Like you cannot go without it for long periods of time because it's not, it's not going to be good. So that's something that I've really learned is just the value of, you know, not only business with personal life as well with relationships, with your mental health, there's so many aspects to working out and eating well that, you know, can, can help your life as a whole. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And again, For the listeners who follow along with my episodes, they would have known that I have commonly referred to the body as our life vehicle and it is like a car. You know, you don't drive your car around for months and years on end without servicing it and making sure that you're caring for it. And the same thing goes for our body and our mindset. And again, the same thing again with your mindset around being mentally fatigued. If our mind is fatigued, unfortunately, we can't force it to work. As in, you know, I refer back to being in study when you'd literally sit in front of the computer for five hours and write a sentence because your brain was so fatigued. You just couldn't get anything out. You would have been better off spending an hour going and sitting outside, going for a walk, listening to your favorite music, having a good refreshing meal and coming back and writing a whole paragraph, which only takes you 60 minutes. Then you have three hours up your sleeve instead of literally sitting there trying to pull teeth to complete this assessment, right? And the same thing goes with our health, with fitness, with nutrition, The time that it takes you to make the phone call, to order what you want from takeaway, to have it delivered and to then eat it is the same thing as you walking out to the kitchen, grabbing a banana, you know, some chicken and sitting there snacking on those elements, you know, and yes, okay, it may not be as ideal, but of course the fuel that you're getting from that and the benefit that you're getting that is so much more than just, I guess, going for the what we think is the easy option at the time. So I really value the fact that you not only realize now the importance of health and fitness, but you've been able to develop and really bring that into your lifestyle. And it has, I can see from when we first started working together, 
how much things have changed for you. Even the other day commenting around your sleep and being like, oh my God, like I can't believe now that even having such better sleep, what I'm sort of able to achieve within my day, what I'm doing within my day and how much of an impact that has made in comparison to previously where everything was out of whack. And because your nutrition was out of whack, your sleep was out of whack, because your sleep was out of whack, your nutrition was out of whack. And it was just this vicious cycle of ongoing challenges. So it is very important to realize and value. And I think once you have that value within your health and fitness, that's when things go to the next level, right? That's when you really are able to make these changes and habits and lifestyle because you have value for it. As you said, even the value between social time and social media or watching TV versus valuing yourself, that's where the change in perception and change within your routine really does come about. So I love that little reflection point. Love that. Now, moving on to our next, many entrepreneurs often cite a lack of time as a barrier to adopting consistent fitness routines. And I know this lack of time is not just for entrepreneurs, but often many of us in life, whether it's due to our work, whether it's due to family, kids, whatever it may be, we all like to complain of a lack of time. How did you overcome this challenge and integrate health and fitness into your busy schedule with such a busy social life on the other side of being busy with your businesses? That's a good question. And I think it comes down to your priorities. So you have to decide what your priorities are. So if your priority is socializing, for instance, and seeing your friends and going out on the weekends and drinking and all that kind of thing, if that's what you want to do, then that's your priority. And that's not to say that you can't still do those things, but what, you know, what is your priority? And I think it kind of almost relates to business as well. Cause it's something people always say to me is I don't have time to work on my business. I want to work on my business, but I don't have time, but guarantee they can tell you the entire season of a new TV series that just came out. They can tell you the plot line. They can tell you everything that's probably 20 hours worth of watching. So to them, that's a priority. And, and the way I see it is like, if you don't have time to work on your business, but you've got time to watch all these TV series, then that is your priority over bettering yourself and setting up a future for yourself. So everybody has the same 24 hours in a day, but it's how you choose to spend those 24 hours and what your priorities are. As I mentioned earlier, I was noticing that when I was not working out and I wasn't eating good, I actually had less time because I was able to get less done. And then when I was working, it was more of a struggle to actually make decisions and get things done because the mental clarity wasn't there. So even though now I might take, you know, two hours to do my walk and go on to do my training in the morning, I then get so much more done in my day because I'm mentally ready for the day. I feel amazing. I feel energetic. I feel really good. And I'm getting back that time that I actually spent working out a hundredfold because I'm more clarity. I have more clarity during the day. So I think just not viewing it as taking away time, but looking at as adding time and just making you a better person overall, like being able to 
emotionally feel better, mentally feel better, then you're going to be a better friend. You're going to be a better partner. You're going to be a better parent because you feel so much better within yourself. So you're essentially taking some time for yourself, but you're able to give back more to others because of being able to do that. And I've had a lot of people even comment to me in the past few months, like, wow, you look so happy and you look so like you're glowing and you look so good. And like, I've had quite a few people say that to me and I know it's because of my fitness and my eating and my health. Like I've really put a, you know, a focus on that and it's showing on the outside, like people can actually see like, and it's not like a, you know, it's not like a dramatic weight loss or anything like that. It's just a look about you that you get when you feel good within your body and feel like you're healthy. And I think it's like, it's noticeable to other people, which is amazing. It just goes to show like the power that it truly has. So I think it's just, yeah, it comes down to priorities and what you prioritize as being important in your life. And if you prioritize other things, that's okay, but you're going to pay the consequences of it, you know, and that's, that's where, like, we've had this conversation before that if you are overweight or you are where you are, it is what it is, you know, and that's, there's nothing that you, like, it's just the circumstance that you're in and it's choices that you might've made to get you there, but there's also choices that you can make to get you out of that situation and get you into a place where you want to be and where you feel happier and more content within yourself and you feel, just better all around. Definitely. As I did say the other day, it's that harsh reality. You know, it's not a criticism. It's not a reflection, but it is that reality, you know, of if you're fat, you're fat, so be it. But if you want to change that, and if that's something that impacts you, then that is something that you need to realize is your reality and you need to come to terms with that and manipulate whatever actions or choices you're making. And I like the, I guess, and the commentary around, are you busy being busy or are you busy being productive? Because we can all claim to be busy, which is all good and fine, but are you busy saying you're busy and spending 10 minutes scrolling your phone while sitting on the toilet when you've already finished going to the toilet or are you busy being productive? So it comes down to using your time to your advantage. And I love implementing things like time blocks and time journals of what it is that you do within your day, because I find that that really helps you in identifying busy as productive or busy being busy. And this sort of brings me into our next question around what specific benefits you have noticed in your professional life as a result of prioritizing your health and fitness. And how do you feel it has positively impacted your ability to manage and grow your business? I definitely think it's helped me to be more consistent. So I know that's like, seems like a strange byproduct, but I really feel like working out and being consistent with my workouts and with my meal prepping and all that that I'm doing has actually helped me be more consistent in my business. And I don't know if it's because I just feel better and I feel 
good more frequently, but I just have noticed that I've had a lot more consistency. And I also think it's helped me to be a better leader as well, because I I feel like I'm in a better mood a lot of the time because I am, I do have those sort of endorphins that I'm getting from working out. I think it helps me lead better and just be more present when I am with my team because I feel more calm within my body and within my brain. So I've definitely noticed it's helped me and it's given me more energy. Like I did start my business coaching business this year, which was a big undertaking and doing a podcast on top of the multiple businesses that I already run. And I don't feel like if I hadn't started working out and having that energy to be able to do that. I don't think I would have been able to do it. Like if you had have asked me last year when I wasn't as consistent with my training and my eating, I don't think I would have had the energy to start an entire new business. So I think there's, there's so many benefits, but just having that, the mental capacity to be able to, to take on new things and to take your business to new heights is amazing. And then I I would, sorry. No, you're right. I absolutely love that. Definitely, because I think the qualities that you learn, and I guess it is quite cliche, but the qualities that you learn when you are training and physically moving your body, they do relay into life, right? It's, you know, use our session this morning as an example. One more rep felt like it was impossible and you couldn't physically do it, but yet you kept doing it and you achieved it. And the same thing goes then when you find challenges in life of, oh my goodness, like this is a challenge. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. You've built yourself through your training to believe in yourself and to have that drive and eagerness of like, I guess it's an unconscious thought process that comes into play. We don't realize that it's there. We don't realize that it's happening, but Every time you complete a rep or a set or an exercise that you didn't think that you could do, but you do it, you're planting that seed of self-belief. You're planting that seed of resilience, of strength, of ability. And then when it comes to life, those little seeds start to blossom and support you in doing the exact kind of movement process pattern in your real life and in real life circumstances that what you do in the gym. So I absolutely love that reference. I'm so glad. I I agree. I think it's exactly like the lessons you learn in the gym you take into your real life. And I actually had another example more recently of something along these lines where I had signed up for a coaching program with a business coach and I had spent, it was $12,000. So it was a lot of money and I was really nervous to spend the money. And I was really like, oh, that's so much money, but I just, I knew it would have good results. So I wanted to do it. So I signed up for the coach. We sat down, we came up with this entire plan for my business, for my coaching business, a launch plan, all these things I was going to do. And I didn't follow through on it. I didn't follow through on the plan and I'd spent all this money And I didn't follow through on the plan and I felt really disappointed in myself. And I was like, I can't believe that I've spent all this money and I haven't even taken advantage of this coaching and I haven't, I haven't used it for what it was supposed to be used for. And then I started reflecting about 
what other areas of my life do I actually do this in? Like, when do I make commitments to myself and I don't stick to them? And it is even with my health and fitness, like, yes, I am more consistent, but I'm, I'm not as consistent or as structured as I would like to be when it comes to my health and my fitness goals. There, there's more goals that I want to achieve and I need a little bit more discipline to get there. And I just thought about like, you know, I've done a meal plan or you've done a meal plan for me and I haven't followed through on it. Like it started making me reflect about all these different areas where maybe I've made a commitment to myself to do something really good that's going to really help me. And then I just don't do it. So I think it's like interesting how the gym and like training reflects into other areas of your life. Like if you have a training plan or you have a meal plan and you don't follow it, Like who else is to blame but you? Like you're the one not doing it. You're the one not following through on it. And then how many other areas of your life are you not following through on? Is it friendships? Is it relationships? Is it your business? You know, so it all relates together into growing you like into the kind of person that you want to be and just being able to reflect if things are not going the way that you wanted them to, or you're not following through, like why is that? And like taking that time to do that deeper reflection. 100%. I guess it comes down to that commitment to yourself, right? That's all that it realistically comes down to at the end of the day, because your choices and actions are a reflection of what commitment you have to yourself. And the only person we truly do have a commitment to in this world is ourselves, because at the end of the day, we are the only living being that is directly influenced within our life, whether it's now or later, it is us who is always impacted by our choices and our actions. And if we're not making the choices and actions to support ourself and our commitment to ourself, the only person we are letting down is ourself. So it's that harsh reality of understanding those perspectives and mindsets. Now, This question we've sort of already touched on, and that was discussing your mindset shifts and changes that you've experienced from the time that you started your fitness journey to where you are now, both personally and professionally. We've sort of dibbled in and out of this, but sort of elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah, well, I have actually something that's come to mind this year specifically when I started working with you was even my drinking habits. That was a big thing for me. When I first came to you, I was drinking wine, not like getting drunk, but I was drinking wine at least three or four nights a week. And I could not even imagine my life not looking like that. And I feel like being a busy business owner and dealing with a lot of stress, that was my way of coping with the stresses of the day and the anxiety that I felt. So I would come home and I would have, you know, sometimes two or three glasses of wine just to relax and unwind. And I couldn't imagine that I would ever be in a place where I'm at now, which is not relying on alcohol, having it maybe once a week on a social occasion, as opposed to what I was at the start of the year. And that's been my life for a very long time is relying on alcohol to relax at night and to wind down. And I think that is a huge personal benefit that I've noticed with obviously working through you with helping me with my mindset. One of the things you would always say to me is this is not going to be your last drink. Like you're acting like if you don't drink, this is the last time you're ever going to get to taste alcohol and be out with your friends and and having a good time. Like you will have more experiences like this. You'll have more times like this. You don't need to 
you know, drink five drinks or drink, you know, all these cocktails, like why not have one drink or have two drinks? And you never, ever said to me to completely cut it out. And every other trainer I've worked with in the past has said, if you want to lose weight, if you want to be healthy, you just need to not drink alcohol because it's not good for you. And that's it. And if you had said that to me at the start of the year, I would have been like, see you later. Like (laughs) that's never going to happen, you know, because I couldn't even imagine my life being like that. So I think the way that you've helped me to approach it is more like you don't have to cut it out completely. You don't have to not go to social events and stay at home all the time. But okay, if you're going to do these things, how do we work in some healthier habits? You know, even like you said, having a glass of water in between your drinks or drinking the more low calorie drinks and then starting out with those smaller kind of steps and then working your way backwards instead of trying to go all in and completely cut it out and then most likely end up failing. And I just thought too, and I think I said this to you recently when I got back from my trip that I hadn't had any alcohol and I hadn't even thought about it. And to get to that point where it's not even a struggle to have to stop yourself from wanting to go and have it. It's just not even a thought that enters your brain. That is like the ultimate like win for me is not even having that struggle anymore, not even thinking, oh, I want to have some wine, but I shouldn't and going back and forth. It's just not even there anymore. And I think that's such a huge win, like for my mental state and just a personal win. And I think there's something really big to take away from that. And I do want to touch on that a little bit more because I feel like that's exactly the pinnacle of the all or nothing approach, right? Everybody thinks that if I want this, I have to stop this. If I want to lose weight, no more sugar, no more candy, no more cakes, no more alcohol, no more social occasions, no more holidays. But guys, this is not realistic. Like we are living in 2023 where food, alcohol, social occasions, traveling, engaging with other people is the pinnacle of our life. Like ultimately everyone, let's not beat around the bush with it. Everybody wants to be living their best life eating the best food every day, you know, socializing with friends, sitting on a beach or in, you know, a hut or, you know, in the forest or wherever your ideal place is, relaxing, unwinding, doing whatever it is your heart desires, right? And this is the reality of our lives. Our lives are consumed by this. Every advertisements, scroll on social media, every street has something to do with food, alcohol, social occasions. And that's okay. And we need to now embrace that. You know, we now don't have to live in a in a position where we have to expend all of our energy to hunt for our food and then live off portion sizes. We now live in a world where we don't go anywhere for our food and we have amazing portion sizes. And so I guess understanding that it isn't an all or nothing approach, but instead focusing in on finding that happy medium. Instead of a five centimeter slice of cake, it's the two centimeter slice. Instead of having cake every single night, have cake once a night, like, you know, once a week, sorry. It's really important to see that we can still enjoy, but finding that balance will allow you to sustain it in a lot longer period of time. But not only that, because you're not biting off more than you can chew, you can actually digest what is going on first 
which means your habit is going to develop behind the scenes. And as you said, before you know it, it's that much of a habit and that set in stone that you don't even think about it anymore. And it's like, wait, hang on a second. How did this happen? Because you've given your body, your mindset, your lifestyle time to adjust rather than just ripping the Band-Aid and, you know, having to deal with an unleashed can of worms essentially from the very get-go. So I really love that. And it's been amazing to see you go through that transition because initially there were those reservations of, well, I can't do the all or nothing. And how does the all or nothing look? And it was sort of so refreshing when I did say to you, well, no, still drink alcohol, but in between every drink this week, let's try focus on a glass of water or a no sugar soft drink in between. And instead of having 10 cocktails, let's have five cocktails and then three like spirits with no sugar soft drink or soda or something like that. And you were like, what? (laughs) And then like you did it and you're like, mom, that was actually really easy. And like, it wasn't so bad. And To see that ball continue to spiral has been really inspirational. And I have to say, I am so, so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Now, that sort of takes me into our very big topic around your travel. Now, travel, I know, is such a major aspect of your life. Honestly, I feel like you're here and then you're like, gone and then you're back (laughs) and then you're gone and you're like, okay, Mon, so then there's another trip. (laughs) I'm like, but you just got home and I missed you. <laughs> now, very this, accurate. Yes, very much so. Now, this is not just because you're an entrepreneur, but because you personally love and value this opportunity in life, which I love about you. You are honestly such a hardworking woman, but you also know how to embrace and value those important elements in life of taking a step back, letting your body, your mindset, your heart rejuvenate, spending time with, of course, your family and your friends. So, For a lot of entrepreneurs, business people, or even for people in general who do love to travel, like yourself, how do you keep up with your health, fitness, and in particular workouts when traveling? Yes, definitely. I do love to travel. It is one of my favorite things to do, and I definitely do a lot of it. But some of the things that I do when I'm traveling is I do try to maintain my workout. So this is something that I know we've been working together to try to refine as well over time where I am working out consistently even when I'm not in at home or I'm not in the country. So recently when my husband and I went to the US, we went for about five or six weeks, we either tried to book hotels that had gyms in them, which surprisingly a lot of hotels do have gyms and they've got like a photo of the gym on the website that you can see. So that's something we did. And then we also just paid to go two gyms around wherever we were traveling. And it was expensive. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when you get a casual pass at a gym, it is a little bit of a cost, but this is why it's also good if you can find a hotel that has a gym or that has even one hotel we stayed at had a deal with their local gym that you could use it for free because you were staying at that hotel, which was amazing. So I would look for opportunities like that where you can either work out at the hotel gym or you can you know, pay to go to a gym and just, even though the cost can be a little bit frustrating, the cost of not like the actual cost of not working out is going to be far greater. So I think that's one way 
I've found I could stay on track with my workouts and then obviously just trying to walk as well. Like when you go a lot of places, if you're traveling, doing touristy things, you can walk and you can choose the walking option rather than taking, you know, a taxi or something like that. I feel like a lot of places are very walkable. So just trying to use that to your advantage. And my husband and I love going hiking. That's something we both love doing. So we incorporate that into our travel. When we go places, we always try to go hiking in different spots because it's cool to go hiking in Italy or America or somewhere else in the world that's not home. So that's something that we genuinely enjoy doing. And then with eating as well, one of the things we've done is in the past is we've taken a little egg cooker with us when we go to hotels. So just the little six egg cooker from Kmart. It's like $15 and you can make hard boiled eggs. And we would take that with us to our hotels and we'd get little packets of oats and just pour the boiling water in and then make us some hard boiled eggs. And it's so easy. Like it's such an easy, simple breakfast, but that's something that we did that was like just one meal of the day. At least we knew we were going to be eating good, you know, protein and and nutritious food so that even if we were having to eat out for lunch and dinner, we'd had that good staple for the start of the day. And I just think that's a really easy way to travel. And all like most hotels that you stay in will have a kettle that you can boil water and they'll have a fridge that you can store food in. So it's actually not that hard to do. And then even just looking for healthier options. Like I love having salads and chicken salads and things And it almost make it a little bit of like a game, like, oh, where can I find this, you know, food that I want? Or where can I find a good meal? And like looking for places, reading the menus to see what, you know, what they've got on them and making those healthy choices instead of just picking any random restaurant, like go online, have a look at the menus, see what they've got, make sure they've got some good options on there. And then, you know, going to those places. And obviously it's not like you can't indulge and enjoy yourself with different things here, there and everywhere, but when you are traveling for weeks on end and you're eating out every single day, it's, you do kind of have to watch what you're eating because, you know, you need to be aware of not letting everything completely go. So those are just some of the things I've done to be able to stay on track while I'm traveling. They are some amazing tips and a really good insight. And I guess the key takeaway there is, well, two things. First and foremost is, again, coming back to what you said around priorities, right? It's understanding that it's not your last meal. It's not your last drink. It's not your last day traveling. Yes, you're there to enjoy, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to overindulge because you are the one who suffers for that, right? It's not only impacting your goals, which put that aside, it makes you feel like crap. It makes you feel run down. You know, then you're not feeling your most confident self because you're feeling bloated and yuck. So then when you go to go swimming, you're hesitant to do that. So the knock-on effect of so many of these areas starts to end up becoming such a complexity within that traveling experience or holiday or whatever it may be. But also secondly, is thinking outside the box you know, as you said, an egg cooker, like it's really not much to put in your luggage or have with you. And it's thinking outside the box of, okay, I'm at the hotel, I have a little fridge, why don't I go down to the store and buy even some like packet ham or packet chicken and some wraps or some crackers. At the end of the day, that and some fruit and some basic staples is going to support you or even snacks because you know yourself when you're traveling, you're on the go. 
having a few things like Milo bars or, you know, even a protein bar or something with you is going to stop you going, oh, I'm really hungry right this very second. I have nothing. Oh, look, there's an ice cream shop and walking to the ice cream shop because you're going to be like, okay, well, I've got a snack with me. I can enjoy that. So it's about thinking outside the box and I guess expanding your knowledge and understanding and respecting that you do have the choices and opportunities. You've just got to create them for yourself. Yes, absolutely. I actually just thought of another tip that we have as well. One one thing we did when we were road tripping was we went and bought a little esky. We just got an esky at Walmart. It was like $20. And then we would buy healthy snacks. So we'd buy the cooked chicken, buy the cheese, fruit, protein bars, like you know, salads and things like that. And then every night when we'd be staying at a different hotel, we'd just fill it up with the ice from the hotel. And then it was really fun because then when we were traveling, we're like, oh, we have all these like snacks in the back that we can just have anytime we want. And then we don't have to pull into a fast food joint to grab the food. And then we just we just left the esky at the hotel when we were done and we said, you guys can have this. And that was it. Like it was so easy. But that's another thing that I had never really thought of doing before where it just like makes makes your life so much easier and helps you to stick to those goals even when you're traveling. 100%. And to me as well, and look, maybe this is just me being a little old school and simplistic, but I feel like they create so many memories. Like if you're road tripping and you stop at a restaurant, so be it. Like you can go to a restaurant here, right? But if you're road tripping and you've got snacks in the car with you and then you stop over at some park or, you know, some location and you're sitting there in the park or wherever it is having these snacks or food or making lunch together, like it's a memory. It's something like, oh, do you remember we stopped at that park and then like we're making lunch and then this happened, you know, in a restaurant, nothing's going to happen. You're going to get served your food. You're going to eat your food, maybe have a laugh or two, and then you're going to leave and continue on your way. So it kind of gives that new sense of adventure and memory opportunity too, because you're not confining yourself to the standard. You're creating another opportunity. So it's not you restricting yourself. If anything, it's you potentially leading to a new opportunity and memory as well. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Well, beyond, I guess, travel, I guess moving into some more tips and surrounding ourselves with some support for our listeners, for other entrepreneurs or busy people who might be hesitant to prioritize their health, what advice would you give them based on your own experience? I would say that if you don't prioritize your health, your life is not going to be as good. It's just not going to be the same. I think if you're hesitant or like I said earlier, you don't you don't think you can find the time, you are going to actually gain back the time that you invest into it and you're just investing to your into yourself. Like this is something I say a lot on my podcast about investing in yourself with reading and attending seminars and taking online courses and continually growing your knowledge. It's you're only going to better yourself and it's an investment into yourself. And it's the same when you're working out. It's like every day you're, you know, checking in with yourself and putting it into, it's like a, you're like a bank, I guess, for yourself that you're depositing in every single day. And investing in yourself is never going to be a bad thing. Like it's never going to not pay off. So I think just taking that time, understanding that you can't be the best version of yourself. You can't give the most to other people if you 
don't take care of yourself. It's almost like you're being more selfish, not taking care of yourself than you are just taking that little bit of extra time to work out and to eat right and all of that. So I think it's just, if you kind of reframe it to look at it, like I'm actually going to be doing the world better if I'm in the best version of myself, then why wouldn't I do that? 100%. And I couldn't agree more. It's that whole aeroplane experience, right? When you get on and they're like, if we're going down, you need to put your mask on your on yourself first, because what good are you going to be to saving anyone else if you're dead? So, you know, you need to put your mask on yourself first in order to be able to save and help as many other people as possible. Investing in yourself is only going to allow you to show up better, be better, do better, achieve better, whatever it may be by doing so. So I love that little bit of advice and support. To elaborate on that question more, for other people who might be thinking that having a balanced healthy lifestyle with heavy routine demands or lifestyles with a lot of socializing like drinking, eating out, travel is impossible and not achievable. What would be something specifically you would say to them? I would say that I'm example of someone that is, it is possible, you know, like that's something that lights me up to is being able to be that example for other people and show them that you can actually create a business that is successful and runs without you. And you don't have to be there 24 seven, you can still maintain a good social life and have really deep friendships and, you know, deep conversations. You can still you know, be in shape and be healthy and take care of yourself. You can still have a good relationship. You can have all those things and it's not a myth or it's not an impossibility. It is a real thing, but it doesn't also come by, by chance. It doesn't just happen by chance and it doesn't just happen naturally. It is something that you have to work at and you really have to prioritize and consistently work at it. And it's a, it's like training yourself to become that version of yourself. It's not just something that you're going to, you know, wake up on Monday morning and boom, you're going to have these routines and this lifestyle. It is something that comes over time through consistent repetition. Yeah. It's like habits, I guess. It's kind of like having those habits that you inbuild into your life and it's absolutely doable. You just have to figure out a way to do it. That's going to work for you and your lifestyle because it's going to be different for everyone. And like I said, the priorities are different for everybody as well. Some people prioritize spending all their time on social media or spending all their time watching TV or, you know, some people excessively socialize. They want to socialize, like maybe it's not excessive for everyone, but they want to socialize every single night of the week and they have to be around people constantly. And that's what they spend all their time doing. So it's, it's different for every single person where you prioritize, where, where your priorities are. So I think it's just a matter of figuring out what's most important to you And then even numbering them, like number one is this, number two is that. And that can change as well throughout different times in your life. Sometimes my business is more of a priority. And then when that's going good, then I'm like, well, maybe I'll see my friends a bit more now because that those areas are good and under control, but, you know, really working out what is most important to you. Definitely. And it does come down to giving yourself space and time. I think the biggest key takeaway that I just got from everything that you said just then was that you need to give yourself the space and time, not only to be successful in what you want to achieve, because again, you know, 
learning to walk didn't happen overnight. There were a few stumbles and falls. Learning to drive a car didn't happen overnight. We didn't complete school overnight. And all of these examples in life show us that it takes time and space in order to grow and evolve. But also giving yourself space and time to reflect and plan. From everything that you have said today, the biggest thing is you have always said you've thought ahead, you've planned, you have given yourself time to reflect on your priorities, reflect on what it is that you want to do. And so that sort of leads me to the final question of our episode today. What are the key takeaways or advice would you like to give our listeners today and the few key things that you think they need to take away in order to make the changes and make the, I guess, phenomenal progress within their life around their goals and their time management, whatever it may be, based on your experiences and your, I guess, journey that you have been on, which is so inspiring and so phenomenal. So what would those be? I would definitely say start small. That would probably be my first piece of advice. Don't try to jump in and do that all or nothing approach. Just start with small little things that you can start doing every single week that will build that habit that you want, whether that's with your business, with your health goals, with anything that you want to achieve, just start small and start implementing it. And consistency is always going to be more like consistency is key. Everybody knows that, but it's always going to be more powerful than the massive bursts of effort that you might give to something. It's going to be that consistency. It's what you do every single day over a long period of time that really adds up. And I genuinely don't think I understood that when I started my business and when I started my health and fitness journey, like I didn't understand how important that consistency was or how to just, even when you get to that period where you've been consistent for a while and you just don't feel like doing it anymore. You just have to keep going and you have to keep pushing through. Even with business, the only real difference that separates successful business owners and ones that are not is just the ones that are successful kept going and they just didn't give up. They figured out every challenge that came their way and they just didn't stop. They didn't quit basically. That's all it is. It's so simple when you break it down. There's so many different ideologies out there, but all you have to do is keep going. And if you can just keep going, keep looking for different ways to overcome the challenges that you face, you will get to where you want to be in the end. And it's the same with your health and fitness. If you know a certain style of workout doesn't fit you and it doesn't feel right to you and you don't enjoy it, then do something different. Or if a certain type of food isn't what you want to be eating, eat a different meal plan, you know, eat different things, look for ways that you can, you know, enjoy yourself and make progress, but it doesn't have to be this like cookie cutter way. That's the same for every single person. You can look for ways that are going to work for you and for your lifestyle and for your preferences, but all you have to do is not stop and not keep going on the journey and you'll get to where you want to be. I guess the perfect conclusion to that is not giving yourself another option. Yes. It's about finding what it is you want to achieve and telling yourself that's the only option. So whether there's a roundabout, whether there's a hill, whether you're going downhill, that's your only option. So you need to find a way to keep getting there. And it doesn't matter how you get there 
or what that looks like. But as long as you continue to take those steps each and every day and show up at some point in time, that's going to lead you to your destination. If you just stop and pull over on the side of the road, you're not getting anywhere. That's where you're going to stay. So as long as those wheels are still turning, you're still moving forward. And it doesn't matter if you're doing 10 kilometers an hour or 100 kilometers an hour, you're still moving forward and doing something is better than stopping and doing nothing. So I love that very powerful tip to take away because starting small and keeping consistent are the two foundations of any successful journey, business, family, self-growth, health and fitness, no matter what element it is, if you have those two things in place, you have the foundation to stand on and no matter what, you will be successful. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. I absolutely love and appreciate having you on the episode today, Shakira. Honestly, thank you so much for your insight. You are such an inspiring and motivating woman. Honestly, I know I get the pleasure of coaching you in terms of your health and fitness, but the woman that you are as an individual and the success that you have had is something that I know not just myself, but so many other women look up to and aspire to. And we are also blessed and grateful to have had your insight and your journey and to see that even some of us who are so successful or so busy or whatever circumstances we may face also do have challenges, also do have to navigate life and navigate different circumstances, but anything is possible. No matter who you are, what you do, what your circumstances are, and you're no different, I'm no different to any of our listeners who are listening today, whether it's your success within your businesses, my success as a coach, or a stay-at-home mum who's successful as a beautiful woman, we are all successful in our own ways and we all have our challenges and we all have to navigate different circumstances in life. And I think that's one big thing that I want to remind our listeners is it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, you are still worthy of investing in yourself. It's not an expensive investment. You, It doesn't cost any money to go for a walk outside. It doesn't cost any money to do an at-home workout, let alone does it cost any additional money to eat healthy. If anything, it saves you money because you're not wasting food and buying, you know, takeout in excessive amounts. So I really just want to reiterate how grateful I am for your experiences and your journey and for of course sharing that all with us today so thank you thank you so much for having me I've absolutely loved being here no it's my pleasure thank you Shakira wow what an insightful and inspiring episode again I hope that you all gained a valuable insight into sharing the journey and experiences of another on their health and fitness journey and it will give you hope and inspiration to continue embarking on the journey that you are on or you are looking to achieve. As always, I hope you have the most amazing week ahead. Keep embracing positive change and remember from Mon, keep on smiling. Thank you for tuning in to the Life Changing Evolution.
If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend or someone who could benefit from these life-changing tips. Your support means the world to me and I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review and rate my podcast. This will help me reach more individuals and inspire them to lead a more fulfilling, healthy life. I invite you to continue the conversation, share your takeaways, or discuss your personal experiences by connecting with me on Instagram. Send me a direct message at Monique underscore Life Changing Fitness. I can't wait to hear from you. Stay tuned for another episode next week. Until then, remember, keep on smiling.